All right, so welcome to Fondy Famous. I'm your host, Kelly Northley with EXP Realty. Each week we're featuring a different business, nonprofit, historic homeowner, or person making a difference in the community of Fond du Lac, Wisconsin. Today I'm at 1111 Burgers and Beignets here with Ryonin, the owner, and he's gonna tell us a little bit about what got him into business here. We started business in 2015, January 9th of 2015. The business was, I guess, inspired from diners, drive-ins, and dives. My dad and I really liked that show. We were like, wow, we just want to open up a little dive right. that would be on that show. And that's mm -hmm. what we did. It's exactly so that was what the we inspiration. Did. Yeah, it was the total inspiration for the show. It was all diners driving the dives. We saw, and, and the market in Fond du Lac was, I'm not saying this, I don't want to bash Culver's and saying this because I, I love Culver's. Mm -hmm. I really do. It might be weird hearing me say that, but I've always... Patronize. It's them. a Wisconsin thing. But we you have thought to. we thought the best burger in Fond du Lac was Culver's. Right, and that's fast food. There's a different way. That's to a do problem. It. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like where's we didn't we were trying all the burgers all around town and be like, eh, that's okay. And we're like, no, we're gonna do this. So not bashing Culver's. Don't want anybody to think that. But nope, we love Culver's. That was I, I yeah. I'm, but I, you found I, a need for the area. There wasn't yeah. the best burger around, and no. you guys came in and decided and to do that. And we've won best burger in Fonda like nine straight years. So All right. Since Doing then. something right. So we did it right. Yeah, uh -huh. you know? So we, we saw the market, and it's like every every place under the sun has a burger, right? Yep. I mean, could be a tough market. Well, we thought, no, it's not going to be because nope. honest opinions mm -hmm. of the places in town. Yeah, that's how we started. Been in business ever since. You guys started think, uh, at the location on Main. Yeah, correct? so we were on Main Street. The building, if you, if you've been in our current place, where we're sitting right now is in our bar area. The building, the entire building, was the size of this room, seven to eight, eight hundred square feet, somewhere in that range. So, the, like the capacity was thirty-five or thirty-nine people or something like that, and sales just got really blown up, and we were kind of overwhelmed, and we were like, man, we need a bigger place. That's kind of how that went down. Just crazy wait times every day, customers complaining, maybe not as much even complaining, just kind of, you know, hey, Wanting their like, order. what's going yep. on? It's getting, it's just crazy. Or actually, and customers not even coming in because it was so busy. Like yep. you're actually losing business Trying because you can't facilitate the the product to the customer, which is, I'll talk about frustrating, but yeah, that's, that's how the first handful of years went. Anyway, yeah, so I was in college and we opened this restaurant and I'm, Working the restaurant, scheduling the restaurant, going to school, playing college golf. All, like, I'm looking back at my college life and it was crazy. 2019 rolled around and, sorry, 2018 came around and that's when we found this business or this building in the summer of that year. And so we kind of, we started remodeling and got into this building and it dragged out until uh, I think we opened June 19th of 2019. So you put in a good bit of Time and effort to get this place up and running, huh? Oh yeah, this place was very—it was in shambles. It never got yeah. winterized. Thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars in plumbing bills, uh, cracked pipes everywhere from not being winterized. Yep. Tons of new HVAC. Wow. The heating units and stuff—it's—it's—it's it's, it's a lot. So, and I know it. So don't give me guff for it. But that's next. That should be happening in the spring. We just redid the patio. And having a big patio in this area is going to be a huge plus. Oh, yeah. Not, there's nowhere else that I can think of that's close by that has one. Yeah, and most of the patios are kind of, yeah. like, I won't say what places, but, or even just small patios, like mm -hmm. some of the chains on the strip here on Johnson Street, like you're just little dinky yep. patios. That, but we had a deck out back, and now I put a nice concrete patio 
I'm going to try to find a way to even maybe put a little fire pit somewhere. Okay. Yeah, so at night, excited to see how you that can sit around out. the fire and have mm-hmm. some drinks and stuff and and then get some outdoor acoustic guys yep. out there and stuff. You know, I'll tap mm-hmm. into that stuff. I think it'd yeah. be really fun. So you were just telling us how you got into business here. And I think you had mentioned earlier a little bit about how COVID was really hard to navigate, but you guys made well, it. So just opening this place since since we opened in June of 19, like it's been just, I don't want to say hell, but it's been, it's been hard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was really hard, so it's hard to touch back on this after talking about it, but we opened June 19th of 2019. My dad was here pretty much overseeing what the place was going to look like and everything, and then he ended up going to the hospital in May of that year, okay. of 19. And actually, side note, kind of a cool little side story about my personal life. So I'm an avid golfer. I played college golf. I actually qualified that year uh, for the U.S. Open sectional. Wow. There's two stages of qualifying for the U.S. Open. There's a local qualifying, which is in your state, and then there's sectional qualifying, which every year, like 12,000 people in the world try to qualify for the U.S. Open. That's your local qualifying, and then the sectional. Mm-hmm. There's only like 400 people that make it or 500 people that make it to sectionals or something like that. Okay. And so I made it to that. Wow. And my dad was in the hospital when that happened, and it was always a dream of mine to play in the U.S. Open with my dad there because Sunday of the U.S. Open is always Father's Day. Oh, okay. So it was kind of a crazy mm-hmm. couple months leading up to the opening of this restaurant, too. It's something a lot of people don't know. Right. But this You're was it was really hard for me to go down and play golf knowing my dad. Like, and I think about it, and it's like, whew, you know. I didn't, I didn't talk about this the first yeah. time around, but this was really hard. So leading up to opening this place, my dad was in the hospital, and then he ended up passing away July 1st, like less than two weeks after we opened. What was hard was all of our money... We had saved all this money, made all this money at, at Main Street at our first place, and we shoved all that money into this place. I mean, you see, we have a 4,000-square-foot building now. There's a lot that goes into opening yeah. a 4,000-square-foot restaurant. I mean, you know, 10,000 here, 10,000 there. It, right. it adds up fast mm-hmm. and a lot. And so our food vendors were very graceful in the entire process, and they didn't really say much and started to get everything paid back properly. Everything was fine. But during this whole process, maybe kind of neglecting the business a little bit just from grieving and not having my dad there and not really knowing what I'm doing. Right. I had no idea how to run a bar. Didn't know the first thing. Now I know everything about running a bar. I spend a lot of time in it. I really dug into it, did a lot of research, learned it, studied it. I mean, seriously, it's it, it became school for me and I'm really proud of what I have now. But And you were saying <laughs> you had a statistic and I don't I don't know if you knew where it was from, but um that 7,000 people in your general vicinity yeah. didn't know you exist. I, until... it's, it's, uh, I, don't, I don't quote the number, yeah, but somewhere. It, was, it was a stat where it's like, it was one of these like pop-up ads on mm-hmm. Instagram. <clears throat> Obviously, having a restaurant page, they are targeting restaurants. Yep. So it was like, hey, are you a restaurant owner? And it said, do you know mm-hmm. that there's 7,000 people within a half a mile of you that don't even know you exist? And it might even be more. It might be 20,000. I don't know what they said. Yeah. But it was it was like an alarming number, and I was like, okay, that's a problem. Right. So I had to kind of fix the the marketing strategies of of what I do around here, knowing that I wanted new customers, I wanted more business, we could furnish more business. I feel like I was leaving a lot on the table, yep, and not capturing the people that I need to. And I sat around my bar one day and looked, and I'm like, man, there are there are a lot of middle aged people 
who like to just come out and hang in a bar yep. and drink all afternoon. The stuff that I've been doing has been working really well. And you've been so, sending letters to people in your general area? Yeah, so I had this new marketing plan mm -hmm. that's it's very, uh, I've said it multiple times, I call it boots on the ground stuff. So you're talking just good old fashioned hard work. Yep. And not, hey, can I run a promo ad to all 60,000 households right. in the surrounding Fond du Lac area? Sure, and get like a 1% response rate. Like mm -hmm. that's, I don't need to do that. But the, the marketing tactic I've been using is sending out an introduction letter. I, I basically... Handwritten. Well, the, I type the letter, okay. but I handwrite the address and okay. I sign them all. Gotcha. I physically yep. sign them all and we're talking thousands. Yep. And it is a lot of work, but it's very satisfying when people come in. Mm -hmm. So I had like, the letter is basically, hey, I'm Rye, I'm one of the owners of 1111. It's kind of like a hey neighbor letter. I actually yep. started out saying hey neighbor. Uh, basically what I do is I just tell people a few things like, okay, we've been voted best burger in Wisconsin. We've been voted uh, best burger in Fond du Lac nine straight years. We've been featured as a top 25 burger in America from lovefood.com, just stuff like that. And what I tell them, I said, you might know about our place or you might not. If you buy a burger or sandwich, I'm going to throw in some wings, some beignets, and a, a beer cocktail. And if you don't drink, that's fine. I can make you one of our uh, hand-spun milkshakes. Okay. And, uh, I didn't realize you guys had milkshakes, too. Ooh, oh, that's good. Amazing mm. milkshakes. Basically, it's, hey, we have the best burger. I'm not afraid to say it. No, a lot of people think we do. Yeah. Here, if it's not the best burger you've ever had, just tell me. I'll give you all your money back. No strings. Uh, it's. I call it in the letter. I say, if I have to give you the old ironclad, if you're not 100% satisfied, 100% guaranteed money back every single penny. I said, I just, I want, I want to do anything to get you to come try us out. The response I've gotten is, I want to say it's about a 20% response rate based off of my counting so far. So I've sent out... That's pretty successful. Yeah, yeah. It's actually well, regular mailers. Mm -hmm. If you do just like a random mailer, it's one to two percent. Right. So it's like what what I'm getting from the customers and the people coming in and trying us is like their the general reaction is, huh? Damn, this guy cares about his business. Mm -hmm. Let's go try it out. Right. When do you ever receive something like that? You don't. Exactly. And. I think people are responding to that, and, and, and I, like I told you earlier, I said I don't think there's any correlate, or I don't think it's, I don't think it's a coincidence that we're up like thirty percent in the last month right, after since hours. I've been doing all this. Um, is that going to stay? Maybe not, right. but I'd like to think it'll bump it up yep. some overall. I think that's great. I think I, that in combination with your social media and what you guys have been doing and yeah, your quality of food I, is great. I go in waves on social media. I, I try to post every day. There are weeks where I post a few times a day, four, five times a day. Mm -hmm. And then there's times where I won't post for a few days and post here and there. I don't like to be like super annoying. I had someone comment one time, we saw, we drove, we paid and we ate <laughs> in a comment. And I was like, uh -huh. oh, I'm like, that's kind of what you're All going right, for. Yep. So that was cool to see. Like a, something I just ran this morning and I did it another time is our, our Friday night fish fry. A lot of people don't know that we have it and they're very popular around Wisconsin, obviously. Yep. And you've got the old fashioned and the Bloody Mary to go with it? Absolutely. I had someone tell me, I thought you guys had like a fast food type fish fry, mm -hmm. like a Culver's or a Tucker's. And I was like, no, like it's... Good. Not that those are bad, but they want like the the supper club like mm -hmm. sit down rye bread, fish fries, coleslaw the whole thing. 
and just people don't realize that we have a genuine Wisconsin fish fry. Like I was talking about this post I made this morning, like I got to check my phone because it's been vibrating this entire time and I know it's all messages. I, I wrote out 40 letters this morning of basically my post says, if you've never had our fish fry, I'll take your word for it. Just message me your address and I'll yep. mail you out a voucher. So then I mail them, I'll mail them a thing that says, hey, thanks for responding to our post. Um, really uh, delighted that you want to try our fish fry. Yep. Use this letter as your currency to come in and we'll get you a fish fry. Yeah, that's how I see it. It's like, hey, it's when good. With your great I want food. You, yeah, I want yep. you to try it. And first one's going to be free. If you don't like it, that's fine. If you like it, hope you come back. What would you say that you love the most about owning this business? What is the most fun part or most fulfilling part Being of it? Being self-employed, hands yeah. down. No questions asked. I like the staff and I like the people, but being self-employed is by far and away, I think, the most rewarding part of my job. So The hardest and the most rewarding. It's, it's the hardest. Mm -hmm. I, I wake up in the morning and I got all these things I gotta go through, whether it's emails, social media, my, my family at home, my dogs, my girlfriend. Where I am proud is in those situations is I will always make sure I, even if it is my mistake, I will, I will always take the fall. Right. You know, I will make sure I take care of them. And yep. crap, there's been, a, there's been, there's been times where Travis and I forgot to do payroll. So guess what? Instead, they, you want to see an unhappy staff. Yep. <laughs> and that's embarrassing to admit, but it mm -hmm. just happens. Like we had, a, someone calls in on a Thursday. I'm not even supposed to be working. Travis would be like, yep. dude, can you come in? And, yep, sure. So I come in, we start working, busier than hell. And then all of a sudden it just slips our mind, you know, yeah. or Wednesday when we do payroll, we just forget. Like it's, it obviously doesn't happen all the time, but it happened. And so what do we do? That Friday, it was like, all right, guys, what do you guys need yep. until Monday? Yep. So I gave everybody a hundred bucks, 200 bucks, whatever they needed. I'm yep. like scrambling every, my own money, just like, so, and then we did payroll and the checks came Monday and right. everything was good. So. I, I met with a business owner this week and he actually said something very similar. He didn't mean to get into business necessarily, but he started taking good care of people and in that he grew his business. Yeah, like it's all about people. We talked a little bit earlier about like Grant Cardone, a couple other people, really like Chris Crone, I'm sure you know who he is. Yep. Like these guys, like the general consensus with these guys is people. Mm -hmm. They all say people, mm -hmm. every one of them. This person runs this for me. This person runs this for me. This person does this. Like, and they and they pay them well, and that's that. Like, right. there's no way they could do it all on their own. It's not possible. But they've got a line of people that would they would have a line of people sitting there if they had an open job as a whatever a sidekick for them yep. with what they'd get paid. I mean, it's just you got to find the right people, and that's how you grow places too. What would you say is something that you really enjoy about Fond du Lac? I'll, we'll leave it with that and then can close it out. Something that you really enjoy about living in Fond du Lac or being a business owner in Fond du Lac. I think you had mentioned yeah. some of the other business owners are helpful. Oh yeah, there's like, like Fond du Lac's pretty close-knit community. I think you said what sticks out to me about Fond du Lac and yep. I said like it's very, there's 40,000 people in this town but it feels, it feels a lot smaller. And like I said, I'm from I'm from the Green Lake Ripon area, so Green Lake's a thousand people, Ripon's seven thousand people. I'm from that small town feel, really small town feel, and it doesn't feel a ton different in Fond du Lac than it did there. And I think I talked about how the town's kind of segmented into 
three or four different areas and you kind of have your own, you know, clicks within them. It's just how it is. I, I like it. I think it's cool. I, I mentioned like Oshkosh, there's feels a lot bigger. 69, 70,000 people, whatever it is. It feels a ton bigger than Fond du Lac, way bigger. I think it's, it's like the biggest small town I've ever really dealt with. Fond du Lac? Yeah. Yeah. And it just feels like it. It's a good way to say it. The biggest small town. Yeah. Yeah. Huh? I, I just, like, very close to the handful of the restaurant owners and business owners in town. They're so willing to help from what I've seen. Yeah. For the most part. Yeah. Obviously, there's... I'm really good. I'm really close to uh, Eric and Johnny. Okay. Back here at Alaroma Schmitty's. Yeah. Yep. Johnny looks at me and he says... We're friends. We're never competing. He says, you need anything? He goes, don't even call. He says, show up. He says, you need to-go bags. You need t-shirt bags. You need any containers. You need any anything. He says, you need pickles. And you just show up. Love and that. I'm like, I mean, it's a guy like mm -hmm. a half a mile away yep. running, a, running a big restaurant just like I am. Mm -hmm. And we're, you know, we're in it together. Let's be real. Like, we're not, you can't go eat at all at Roma every night of the week. Right. Like, who's going to do that? Yeah. yeah. Who's going to eat 11-11 every mm -hmm. night of the week? I have some people that do. If I have a customer that comes in once a week, oh my God, you are a good customer. Yep. You have no idea what you're doing for our business. I mean, seriously. The tequila jam burger, that is, that is it's a burger that I came up with. It was a burger of the month. Uh, we do a burger of the month every month. Just unique, crazy stuff. And this one kind of blew up, so we put it on the menu. Casamigos tequila infused jalapeno jam that we make that goes on it the brown sugar bacon, the Cajun seasoning, which we also make, that goes on it. It's a pepper jack stuffed burger, and it has uh, crispy onion straws on top with a little spring mix on the bottom. It's super good. It's very sweet and savory, It's, it, it's but it's not like super, super sweet. It, it's, it's the best. I think it's probably the best burger I've ever had. I remember making it as a burger of the month, and people were just like, dude, where did you find this? I said, I have no idea. But I thought of it, and they're uh -huh. like, "Wow, the wings are phenomenal." Uh, seriously, I, I I hate the whole "we have the best this, we have the best that" because every restaurant says they have the best everything. And I told you about this before, is I made a post actually this morning that said, considering how every restaurant claims they have the best everything, we're just going to take the title of having the second best wings in Fond du Lac. I, What's your favorite I flavor? Do you think? Hot honey. Hot honey. Hot Ooh. honey. Okay. It's a it's a sweet glaze type sauce that goes on. It's pretty spicy. Okay. You get to that fifth or sixth wing and it starts to catch up to you <laughs> for sure. And I have a, a decent spice tolerance. Like we have a whole list of signature burgers. So you go the tequila jam burger with Juicy Lucy. Crusted cheddar burger is another really popular one. Okay. It's, uh, I have a photo of it on a lot of our social media I post. There's, it's. Basically, it's like a handful of shredded cheddar cheese put on top of the burger. It melts off onto the grill and it creates this crusted cheese ring around the burger. And it's it's unique and it it sure as hell looks crazy when it comes out. Yeah. Like, it's it looks wide. like this wide. Yeah. <laughs> so people always get it and they're like, oh my God, the LA burger is really good. I, all of our signature burgers are awesome. Sandwiches, a couple of favorites. The cheesesteak is very good. Probably one of the better cheesesteaks you'll have anywhere around. We don't have a ton of them around here. Chicken and waffles, it's a sandwich. So I actually build it like a sandwich too. So it's not like a waffle with chicken on it and like syrup. <laughs> it's actually like waffle, chicken, cheese, bacon, egg, waffle, 
It's like a whole big old breakfast. Dunk it in syrup. All right. Like, yeah, it's a Ooh. mess, but it's awesome. It's If you're familiar with chicken and waffles, everything I put on the menu, I try to make as good as I can possibly do it. And, and your customers seem to really love it. I mean, I see all the time on social media and the groups locally that they're sharing had a great burger, yep. had a great experience, excellent customer service. Yeah, that's what we try to do. I think that I think being present in your business helps out that out a lot. Yep, people like you to know. see the owner. Yeah, people do. Even I'd be working in the kitchen on a Friday night, and I just come out here and I fill up my water glass, and I see all of our regulars, and they just are all dying to say hi. Yep. I mean, every one of them. Every, I go out and I clean up baskets all the time. I tell my staff to do it too. <clears throat> How was everything, guys? It was great. Awesome. My response, one million percent of the time, is thank you guys for coming in today. Yep. I say it every single time. And I tell my staff, every time you see someone walk out that door, I don't so care if you're you. in the back of the kitchen, you scream it. See you guys. Have a great day. Like, mm -hmm. that's that goes a long way. But I really think... The owner cleaning baskets, walking up to people and saying, how was everything? And then saying, awesome. Thank you guys so much for coming in today. I swear by it. I think it's, I, I almost, I almost want to say it's one of the most important things I do in the business. Right. People and want I to be appreciated. I can't do it all day, every day. Right. But I try to do it whenever, I don't even care if I just pop in for five minutes, I might walk and see baskets and just say, hey, you guys done with this? I just want to say thank you because I don't, I don't think people... Mm to get kind of soft for a moment here, I really don't think people understand the impact that their business has. You know, like every 50 bucks goes so far. It really does. Every 20 all you bucks. you do is show up and support. Yeah, it's, Come out you know, for a bite to eat. Yeah, you, all you got to do is, if you're, I'm going to plug for myself mm -hmm. and for other uh, brick and mortar restaurants. If you're going to go out and spend money to go out to eat, like, why not choose someone in the community that you know instead of, like, I, like, I don't bash other restaurants mm -hmm. ever. Yep. I, I'll shit on a chain choose all day. Like, I, I don't care about McDonald's and Burger King. I just right. don't. I don't care. <laughs> I'm, I, I have no, like, great, maybe one day I could be a company like that. That would be awesome. And then if people crap on me, I don't care. I'll say, okay, that's fine. Right. I, I went through it all first. And I'm sure other people did as well. People don't understand the impact that you have just by going to eat at the restaurant is right. really what I'm trying to get at. Right. Supporting small it's, businesses. It's a big eating deal. There and going there. Oh yep. my God. I mean, every <clears throat> single person that comes through here, if you think about if you think about just going to a drive through and the difference here, the difference here is you're supporting myself, Travis, the other owner, all my staff. If you leave gratuity, that's the guy that's getting the gratuity. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Right. It's not, not going elsewhere. Yeah. And it's not, I mean, it's here. You're supporting <laughs> yep. me. You're supporting my staff. You're supporting their families. Not that you aren't doing that at another place. Right. But you don't know who's running those places, do you? The know. owner's not coming out to yeah. say hi or thank I, you. I, I'm not, mm -hmm. I shouldn't say I want to bash a chain. I, I don't want to say that because I, 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 I know amazing people who own chains and that's fine and that's awesome it's just hard it's hard to go places when you don't know the owner and and, and most people that own those restaurants they're there all the time and i know them so it makes me want to support them yep it's, and it's, they're so involved in maybe the i shouldn't even maybe i shouldn't even just segment it to just chains versus brick and mortars i mean it's, it's about supporting the people that you know yep. and supporting the people, your community yeah exactly mm -hmm. so 
So if someone were to want to follow you or check out your menu, see the things that you've got going on, where can they check you out? I love no issue finding our menu. Our website's, website's goofy because it's a, a Wix website that I made. <clears throat> so I won't even tell you the link to it, but you can go on our like Facebook or Instagram and the link's there. Um, Instagram at 1111burgers at 1111burgers. Pretty simple. Um, I pretty much just stick to Facebook and Instagram. Okay. Uh, I'm not a, I don't have TikTok that's all right. or Snapchat, so I don't, I don't do any of that stuff, but that's, that's the place to be for restaurants, I think is those two. But yeah, yeah if any, any, anything you want to check out, I post on it every day, very active on it. I respond to everybody usually as best I can. Yeah. I get a lot of messages. So if I don't respond, it's not because I'm trying to not respond. I just Busy. probably opened it and forgot about the message or something, but yeah, very involved. Awesome. So. Thank you. Well, thank you for being on and thanks for re-recording this with me and, yes. <laughs> and telling us a little it. bit about it. I appreciate it. everything you're doing for small businesses. Thank you. And me specifically. It's yeah. awesome.